Welcome to Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive with Dr. Rebecca Risk. Do you ever feel that even though nothing seems seriously wrong and you pass all the medical tests, that you still feel that your health, pain, and fatigue are completely out of control? It doesn't have to be that way. Listen to the tips and suggestions given on our program today and take back control of your health. Now, here is Dr. Rebecca Risk. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Falling Through the Cracks. Today, I'm speaking with Julie Renee Doering, and she has mapped out the human blueprint and how to work in the quantum field for both clearing and cell regeneration in her groundbreaking book, Your Divine Human Blueprint, which we're discussing today. Julie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. So what inspires you to write this book? <laughs> um, that's interesting. I... Uh, I went through a a lifetime of struggle. I was exposed to the atomic bomb uh, at at 12 years old in the Nevada desert. Our family was on vacation and then ended up having two kinds of cancer. I had 17 surgeries. I died a couple times, was in a wheelchair for a year, told I would never walk without unbearable pain and canes. And ultimately, I was just living just a terrible life. I was struggling all the time. And um, I went into my garden in prayer and meditation and said, God, take me or make me well. You promised me the Garden of Eden, and I'm living in hell on earth. And that very day that I made that decision and went into the garden, which was about 20 years into the illness, um, I started getting better. My cells started regenerating. And the scientists and doctors who were friends and were in my world were saying, what in the world is going on? Because my age was reversing and my body was growing younger. I was looking dramatically different really quickly. And um, actually from the time that experience in the garden um, to uh, six months later, six months later, I was running 30 miles a week on a mountain trail and back dancing on stage with a rock and roll band. And I had not... I had been walking with canes. I had been in really unbearable pain. So my body had regenerated to the point of being like 20 years younger. And it was actually the doctors and scientists in my world that pushed me to teach what was happening to me and then ultimately to write that big book. Well, um, you know, it it is a pretty amazing story, and I I think that in this day and age where there is more illness and more autoimmunity um, and more depression and mental illness, you know, we need um, more guidance on what to do. You know, just eating food and living our lives isn't working anymore. There's, you know, there's too much going on, I think. I'm sure you have opinions on on what's happening, but, you know, there's too many sick Mm -hmm. people, and, um, and we do need that guidance so thank you for for sharing your story yeah well I agree and you know I think about just things that we don't even kind of realize but the you know maybe some you know toxins in the water or in the air the um you know broadcast the um wave transmissions and frequencies like the 5g and 6g and all those things that affect us um you know chemtrails it's funny because you can live a pretty clean life and still have Problems and it can come in such subtle ways, genetically modified foods, uh, from your skincare products. It's amazing how the body can be so challenged in this day and age with things that you wouldn't normally think to even go investigate. Well, and, and, you know, the exposure for you being exposed to atomic bomb was just a pretty dramatic story. Mm-hmm. But I think on a lesser level, um, I, you know, I've done over 200 shows here um, and I, I, my understanding is it really is what we're being exposed to, whether it's our um, emotional toxin, our environmental toxin, or our food mm-hmm. toxins, and um, or, you know the frequency toxins, yeah. like you said, the five G. And I think that all of those together are just too much for us. And and so we can yeah. do all the right things, and we can still be sick and have a lot of problems. Exactly, that's that's one hundred percent true. So now, think, of course, you know, there are, yeah. th- I was going to say, there are things that you can do to make life better. I mean, you know, like you can drink water um, more regularly, like every 
16 times a day, you drink half your body weight in water. And uh, by keeping your body hydrated and keeping things moving through the body, keeping the brain hydrated, the chemistry in your body works better, so it's better able to detox, detoxify. Um, that's like the formula is about two to four ounces every half hour, 45 minutes all day long. Um, that's something that you can do. Meditation also really does energetically clear you. Believe it or not, a lot of the toxins don't hold on if you're clearing, like doing a spiritual shower from the inside out every day. So those are a couple things right away that you can be doing to uh, improve the dynamic chemistry and your energy in your body. Well, well, prayer meditation, you said that's where, you know, you start to find your, your healing. And of course, this is ancient um, and done in in all religions and um, you know I think something that now science is catching up to and we're starting to see some studies showing that there is validity in this practice um, and you and and I, I think calling it prayer or meditation is valid it can be either and um, you know I, I find it very helpful and people that do follow those practices also find it very helpful even if it's just finding that quiet time for yourself but I'm sure that you can talk about more of what it's doing in our bodies yeah well and and each thing and including affirmations are helpful but each each thing does something different so just understanding that um, when we pray we're affecting different parts of our body than when we're meditating. And depending on what kind of meditation, you may be doing um, very, uh, very important things. If you're doing like a guided meditation in the field of transformation, you're really, uh, like the guided meditations I do, you're doing a spiritual shower from the inside out and you're addressing many different energetic systems um, to clean and clear them up. I, I like to think about, and the um, Tibetan monks don't follow the guided meditation that I do, but I like to think about the monks, Buddhist and Tibetan monks, who live in monasteries, and um, they're eternally youthful. I mean, they, they just never seem to age. They have a twinkle in their eye. They have a, a sparkle in their step. You know, like they're, they just seem eternally young, and they spend hours a day meditating. And that's probably not practical for us, but to do a powerful meditation daily to clear out and clean out, and then connecting with the divine and connecting with the divine. I think you can do that in guided meditation, and I think um, certainly with a heart open prayers, you're connecting with the divine through prayer. I think that prayer really activates your divine connection. And then affirmation does something else. It is setting your field up so that your field is more um, magnetic to drawing in goodness. So the affirmations, the putting it in your field, that that's who you are, whatever that is that you're affirming, that can really fortify the energetic field surrounding you, which fortifies your emotions and fortifies, you know, your relationship spirit to body. It's, I think we're, we're in a little bit of a global depression all the time. People want to die before they get old and senile. They don't want to live in bodies that are broken down. And so mm-hmm. they're kind of, you know, the older you get, the more um, depression you might experience or the more kind of um, feeling not so uh, connected with yourself. And I think affirmations and joy and that spring in the step, uh, you know, keeping physically active, all of that can really help. Well, and I, it's funny. I had a conversation um, just last week with a with someone about um, affirmations or positivity. And you know, we used to think that our brains were very linear. And um, now, with recent understanding about neuroplasticity, meaning our brains are plastic. And so, just by setting that positivity, even if you're not feeling it yet, you will eventually, just like construction on a road, make a new pathway that's thinking in a new way um, and and it takes time you know when we have construction in the city it, it, it will be all summer <laughs> you know it will be on for months and months mm-hmm. and then eventually we'll have a new roadway and, and a new path that's working better than the one that did before that was there before mm-hmm. that's true I think um, one of the things I've been working on how to present to people is that your mind is so much more than your brain I mean, when we talk about the mind, we talk about receiving information, processing information, and delivering information 
you know, whether it's to our body or to others or to the community or whatever it is. But um, if you think about the mind is much greater than just the, the physical brain, I think that you'll, you'll be on the right track. So we have an ability to receive information through our skin, through our fields, um, through our organs. We're, um, we're bringing along information, emotional information that's stored. A lot of times that's stored in the glands and organs, especially the organs. They store emotional information. There are intelligence processing centers, sensory uh, processing centers throughout our system, our divine human blueprint, not just the physical body, but the energetic and spiritual bodies. Um, and then, so you have to understand that the, the mind itself um, the brain is amazing, but the brain is much more than the brain. I mean, we and I think scientists have gone to say, well, the heart is a brain and the guts are the brain are a brain, and that's one hundred percent true. And everything is really either receiving or delivering information on some level. It might be a very remedial, like just keeping something processing in the body, but a lot we are much more complex, and the mind is much bigger than what we imagine. Um, which I think is true. I mean, we go about our lives kind of just doing our everyday things, but then, you know, conversations or thoughts like this, of course, take you going, well, here I am sitting in this body, and and then you can get very esoteric in, the, in this conversation and these thoughts, but but we we also forget that, you know, we go about our lives, and if we don't tend to that other part of ourselves as well, then we're going to experience depression and anxiety, and we're going to have, you know, midlife crises because we're not thinking about what we actually need on that level. We're feeding the, you know, the, the very physical part. We need food. We need water. We need sleep. We're going to go to work so that we can have money to pay for those things. And then we, you know, I find it's very easy to forget as you're doing those things that there's another part of you that needs to be taken care of as well. Absolutely, yeah. I was I was thinking about that as you were talking. I was just kind of letting my mind wander about what you were um, saying, and I, I was thinking that I had this kind of revelation a few weeks ago that my spirit and my my intentions, my mind, my emotions were all for you know what I'm doing, but my body felt somehow left behind. And I am a person who gets regular massage and I do daily exercise and meditation. But my body was kind of saying, no, I'm, I'm not really up for this. And um, I realized that you've got to really um, not just push your body around and use it as a tool, so to speak, to get you from one place to another. But you've got to bring joy to the body, um, even if you ha- are having a difficult period in your life. I have a special needs daughter that's been going through some challenges for a few months. And it, it can be pretty pretty challenging with a lot of screaming. <laughs> My body was like, no, I don't think I'm, I'm up for all this. <laughs> so it's really important to to bring, to bring make sure that you're making um, sure that the body is saying yes to all the plans that your mind and your spirit and your emotions have. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I do. Yeah. Take care of it like, um, like oh, I'm going to wash my car. I'm going to go get a massage like that. But, oh, I'm going to really do something that nurtures me, um, my physicalness. You know, I'm going to do something that really, like from the inside out, my spirit is happy in my body, but my body is truly delighted, too. So I think that that's one of the elements that we miss. We, we, we do push our bodies around like it's, it's car. You know, we put gas mm-hmm. in it and we go. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's, it's so much more than that. It's so much more than that. And it's such an incredible privilege and a joy for every person who's alive. There are a hundred spirits that didn't get a body that are waiting for their turn to come in. And I, you know, we have this huge population explosion, but understand that it's a great privilege to be in the body. And I think so many people say, I can't wait to get out of this body. Mm-hmm. But understand that this is where it's happening. And you know, when you when you start to deeply uh, explore what is the thrill, what is the joy, what is the win of being in the body, I think that you can make that uh, deeper connection, spirit, energetic spirit, emotions, and body. 
Yeah. Well, you know, I, I agree with you. I have this conversation a lot because when people are, are physically unwell, you know, of course, they, they're doing Google and they're reading and they're, you know, and, and, and it's good because they're taking their health in their own hands, which I think is also important. But there's a certain point where you can cross that line into being becoming an obsession. And I always say, I think your homework is to stop doing all this research and finding some joy in your life. And that part is really important as well. We do have to do that research and find the missing link for our health but we also sometimes need to stop and stop overwhelming ourselves and just finding that moment where we can find some joy well and I I think I I, yes you're saying that perfectly and I want to say it's when you think that something is wrong and you have to fix something that you're off track it's Mm -hmm. when you think that you are enough and that it's enough the way you are and that things are going to get better and all the things that you need to know are going to come to you. You're going to read the right articles and you're going to do the right things, but that you're living enough as opposed to not enough. Because when we mm-hmm. look and we're, try- we're obsessed with trying to fix, well, I've got to fix this, I've got to fix this, I've got to fix this, you're missing all of your life. You really uh-huh. are totally, and that's what you're saying, you've got to find that joy. But yeah. it's that idea of I'm not enough or they're not enough or the job's not enough that takes us down the wrong path. So when we have to fix something and when we can say I'm enough and I'm open to learning and growing and healing, that's when we're, we're really on the right path. Yeah, I agree. Um, We are going to take a break. We're talking today with Julie Renee Doering and we're discussing her book, Your Divine Human Blueprint. And we'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Falling Through the Cracks with your host, Dr. Rebecca Risk. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email directly to Dr. Risk. The email address is anantacalgary at gmail.com. Now, back to Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Today, I'm talking with Julie Renee Doring, and we're discussing her book, Your Divine Human Blueprint. So, Julie, um, you, you know, just even in your, um, when I introduced you, um, got very esoteric talking about quantum field. Um, what do you mean, it, you know, in your book, you talk a lot about it, but what does this mean when, when we're talking about quantum physics, quantum fields and our, our bodies? Okay, thank you for asking. Um, so first of all, I want to say that I am not a scientist, but this has come to me by students who have studied with me, 
who are physicists and doctors who <laughs> have um, articulated what I'm describing, I see. So, um, so there are two kinds of physics. There's Newtonian physics, like gravity and the apple falling from the tree. And it's the physics that you typically would study, like in high school and college. And then there's quantum physics, and less people study quantum physics. But if we were to maybe look at it in a really kind of general way, we're all part of a field of particles vibrating. So that's the quantum field. Based on how rapid or fast the particles are vibrating, um, you're going to get a field where it's a little bit slower, like we're in that slower field. And so you see it's physical or a faster field where transformation can happen. And what I've learned is how to harness the power of the quantum field and transform how the particles are vibrating so they vibrate in a better circumstance for you. So that the work that I do is not technically energy work because we're not using foreign energy and moving it around to make somebody better. We're actually using their own particles, the way that they're vibrating, and we're rearranging how those particles are vibrating so they vibrate in a better circumstance. And then the, the field of transformation, if you can think about it as in a field, uh, an elevated field, a field of love and wisdom, so the frequency is much higher when you're in that love wisdom. When you're in the lower field, like anger, hate, disappointment, frustration, even neutrality, not much can happen. There can't be much of a transformation. So what we're looking at when we work, uh, when I teach my, when I mentor my students, uh, what to do is always like raise the frequency. So we, we, um, set an, in, we set an intention. We pray and then we, um, affirm our, uh, freedom to change anything and that we're fully responsible for our lives and can at any moment change anything. And then we sing and then we go into our work. So we, we want to set the frequency high so that it can shift for everyone. So, so, so what are you doing when, when you're trying to shift this frequency? Well, and initially we're just doing what I said. We're, we're doing a prayer, we're doing an, a, a love wisdom affirmation, which is really beautiful, and then we're singing uh, an elevating song. Again, both of them are um, understanding, like the song is we're the guardians of the planet, we're the authors of our play, of our own design. We've, we've created our own design. And then from there, we're going to either be doing something to clear or something to regenerate. So um, when we do a clearing, it can be in all aspects of life. And the clearing will have a clearing statement, right permission and ability um, to fully and completely, we could say to fully and completely enjoy and reap the benefits of this radio interview, removing, and then we put the nature of, like we could say, domination, suppression, and control. That could be like the nature of. And then it would follow um, a five-page chart and a single space of all the different things that we know that interfere with um, anything, anything in general with humans. And then I do muscle testing and I test each thing, uh, five pages worth of stuff to see what's blocking, what's in the way of me enjoying and reaping the benefits of doing this interview. So that would be a clearing. And then it's done. So you set an intention with the mind and then you do a hand movement and we have 13 hand movements. They're all under the guise of quantum pump. And if you think about every, religion and spiritual practice, they will have hand movements. Some of them are like the prayer, the different prayer hands, uh, mudras, uh, but there, there are always hand symbols that are, have been known to cause shifts and changes. So we're doing, um, I've identified 13 hand movements that we use in a repetitive style to, uh, to clear energy. Then there are several other things that can be done. Um, we can rearrange uh, and alter, change, transform uh, DNA. Uh, so that would be another process where we're removing some harmful DNA or we're um, mostly it's removing, but sometimes you can install some new programming that's better in your DNA. Um, so we have a very uh, good um, understanding of 
some parts, some workings of the DNA and how to clear like cancer DNA and things like that. We have had some medical documentation on that. So that's wonderful. And then the third thing that we do in the field is we do cell regeneration using a technique called cellular neogenesis. And that's also setting an intention with the mind and pumping. We're using a six-page chart. It's uh, six steps that we're doing, we're going through to effectively do the cell regeneration. But essentially, it's connecting with the master and stem cells, bringing them to 100%, matching them in the the blueprint itself that is at 100%. And then from there, uh, using the light of cells to mirror to the surrounding cells and get a big upgrade with those cells. And finally, that third um, part is to start a cascade of new cell growth using the mitochondria, which is the fuel generator of the cell. It looks like a little caterpillar on the inside of the membrane. And I always like to think about tickling the caterpillar's tummy and out spurts a bunch of new cells. And we have, for like the brain, which I did a brain study, we had we have about 180 to 190 days of new cell growth. Um, so we've just basically started a cascade of new cell growth. And of course, the brain's going to be functioning very well after six months of new cell growth. Mm-hmm. Well, and and do you do you find um, when you're doing this with people? I'm just curious if you know back to our conversation that we had in the first segment about how people are, um, you know, getting sicker and and often going about life being sick. Um, do you, do you find that this is becoming um, more common that even people who think they're well are are in need of some of this regeneration? Oh. I think this is for everybody. I think um, I work with high-functioning people and people who are struggling. I work both. So I think about brain regeneration, and I think people at the top of their game want to keep their edge, and they want they they might notice, hey, it's just, I'm slowing down energetically a little bit, and or I'm not always remembering someone's name, and you know, so there might be a few little signs like they don't have quite the spring that they had when they were 30, and they'd like to get some of that back. So it it works beautifully for people who are really high functioning, and we have mm-hmm. that's a lot of who we have in our community as very high functioning people. It also works beautifully for people who have had a traumatic experience or are um, aging or are um, sick and have gone through years of being ill, and um, there's such a level of joy and body ownership and freedom that comes. I think when you get into like bigger programs, like I have some year-long programs and um, you're working one-to-one with me, you're working in classes to, to regenerate and revitalize all parts of your blueprint. People say that they're night and day different in a year and usually people stay with me for three or four, even five years because we're, we're not just clearing what's apparent. We're clearing and revitalizing everything that you can't see lifetimes, generations back, um, problems that have come through from generations down, so your genetic heritage. If you believe in past lives, we're clearing all past lives, or whatever happened prior to you coming into this body, we're clearing. So um, so it's it's an amazing journey of growing stronger and healthier as a spirit in body, uh, having your body become stronger and healthier, more fully functioning. Yeah, and I think there's probably, like you you had said, uh, there's a level of toxicity, whether it's emotional toxins or um, physical toxins in the body. All that needs to be cleared out. Well, and you know, I, I obviously agree with that. And and as you're you're explaining this, you know, I'm thinking of the different levels of illness that I see, and and I'm wondering, okay, so if you get somebody who's as bedridden as you were, you know, you were in a wheelchair and couldn't walk and function. Um, do, is there, um, do you go slower with somebody who's that sick or do you go faster? Um, I'm just wondering if there's some, you know, detoxing on their end and some return of symptoms or if they just start to feel well as they're going through this process. Yeah, I think because we're working with um, their own field and their own particles, there's no detoxing. But I'm going to say something else that's going to probably sound kind of surprising and then make sense. The longer you work with me, the more benefit you get. So there might be an initial, wow, this is amazing. Like somebody who's had a stroke and they've 
found out about me and they come in or they come in or they call in, they can't walk, they can't talk, you know, someone's talking on their behalf, they're wearing a diaper. Ten days later, they're walking, they're talking, they're not using a diaper anymore, and they're, they're back. They're, they're like in their body, they're able to use their brain. So that's, that's pretty exciting. But I'm going to say that if you can stay with me for two or three or four years, whether you work with me in trainings or work with me one-to-one, that's where we're going to see the, the biggest shift. Like, why did the person have the stroke in the first place? Or why did the person get cancer in the first place? What were what things were so off? And that takes um, just time to discover because there are so many aspects in the blueprint that we address. And yes, we can get a really, really good result in a short period of time. But I am of the attitude, slow and steady wins race. And that doesn't mean let's keep you sick for a long time because you're going to go into trauma because we don't, we don't keep anybody sick for a long time. But... But the longer you work with me, the better and deeper the results are. And we want you to be healthy till the end of your days. And the day that you leave your body, say, okay, I'm done. And you leave. And you don't have to go through 10 months of suffering or two years of suffering before you leave. It's just like, okay, I've lived my life. I feel great. My life force stayed at 100% my whole life. And now I'm ready to go. So, you know, that's, that's what I'm looking for. Well, I, I like that you said slow and steady wins the race because I, I tell this to people. I have this conversation every week in my practice um, because people want to get better faster. And, I mean, obviously, I do something very different than you. I'm working with supplements and more on that physical part. Um, but it, it's a very similar outcome. And um, I find the healing process and what how your body works isn't just overnight. It's not taking Tylenol and the pain goes away because our bodies need time to heal. If we just think, you know, the very obvious thing, um, a broken arm, you know, six to eight weeks to heal that bone, but then you can still have pain and you might still need to do some physio and work on that. And, and that's something that's more acute. If you have a chronic condition and you're looking at, I want to be better right now, it, it's, it just doesn't happen that way. I mean, you might have some wellness and you might get little windows, but to, to be able to sustain that for the rest of your life, you've got to put the time in and make the changes that you need to make and, and kind of look at your whole life of what has gone wrong that brought me to this point. What do I need to change so I can maintain this? Exactly. Beautifully said. And I actually ask people to, to do everything, not, you know, they're, they're required to do meditation every day in our, our trainings um, if they want the best result. And they're, um, you know, they're encouraged to drink the water in the way that I've su- suggested and eat healthy, exercise daily. So, um, and, and supplements. I always tell people that um, nutritional supplements may be part of the formula for you getting better. So we, we definitely, although I'm, not giving that advice, um, we I feel that that's a very important part of being well is is transforming from the inside out. It's interesting. I was just in um, scripture early morning. I, I read the Bible and um, it it gets me reminding. Uh, it was about the temple being uh, broken down and decayed, and I kept thinking about the temple they were talking about in the Old Temp- Testament as the as our body. I kept, like, this, my mind kept going, but we have this body, and it's a temple, and if we honored it like God lived inside our body, I think that we, we would be on the right track yet again. Like, mm-hmm. instead of pushing our body around, and how much, how long can I go, and how much can I sit at the computer, and whatever the things are that we're doing, how much, you know, can I, I'm sure your audience isn't a heavy drinking audience and a smoking audience, <laughs> but you know, all that excessive stuff and the stuff that maybe it's watching too much you know, TV like negative uh, violence and things like it could be anything that we're 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 not treating our body like it's a temple. We're not treating our body body like we're divine, and that it it needs to be cherished. So, anyway, that's 
Yeah, well, I, 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 I do agree with you. And, and the, the arguments that ha- actually happen in my office are about food. Um, and people don't want to give up the foods that are hurting them for various reasons. They're, you know, comforting, they're um, addictive, they're, they just want to celebrate in that way. And, and there's a conversation about balance. Yeah, maybe give them up, but maybe have them sometimes when you're celebrating or doing certain things, but be aware of how you feel, because this is where you live. And if a food is hurting you why would you do that to yourself you need to honor yourself in in a different way and and i try to you know it is event you know in the end it's our decision what we do with our body and i tell people this all the time i'm just giving you advice but you need to be aware of the harm that you're doing to yourself so that you can make those decisions on your own that this might this is the right thing for you or not yeah i agree (laughs) <laughs> I remember yeah. having a conversation with a really successful um, business coach, health and wellness coach, who coached other health and wellness people. And um, she was like, I just can't lose weight, I just can't lose. But she was not going to give up that 4,000 calorie, or I don't know, it wasn't 4,000 calories, but she liked the double chocolate cake with the, you know, a la mode, whatever. And I, she said, no, I'm not, I'm not giving that up. And I said, but if you're eating like, poison and like that's just I'm sorry because some of your listeners don't want to hear this but yeah sugar really breaks down the body and is completely setting you up to fail meaning you don't have the things burning that you need to have burning you keep just putting that in and then it doesn't you know so anyway we had this conversation which had her like she was so fiercely defending this thing that she loved that she had to have all the time and I was like okay well you know, I, you have to understand it in a, a whole different way. And I think if you can embrace that, maybe reading, I know they've got some good books. I read a part of a book on how sugar is poison to the body. And it really, it was really helpful for me. I, I use stevia and I've been on a keto diet. It's funny, I had a quarter of one of those little chocolate muffins yesterday and my tummy bloated. And I was like, why did I do that? It tasted good going down. And then I had like tummy bloat and it was uncomfortable mm-hmm. all day. Because I, I don't eat wheat anymore. It was, a, it was just an uncomfortable thing for me. You know, there's just mm-hmm. so, anyway, I did what I exactly. did. It's good because then if, you, if you've got a pretty clean body, you're going to notice that you've got a foreign invader in. <laughs> exactly. I agree. Um, we can talk about this more. We are going to take a break. We're talking today with Julie Renee Doring, and we're discussing her book, Your Divine Human Blueprint. And we'll be back shortly. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has a mobile app for iOS, Android, or Amazon Kindle. Visit the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. We're on the pulse of the world with great shows and hosts. The Voice America Health and Wellness Channel is also on Twitter. We've got ideas to keep you healthy, breaking health news, and more. Follow us on Twitter at Voice AM Health. That's at Voice AM Health. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. are listening to Falling Through the Cracks with your host, Dr. Rebecca Risk. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email directly to Dr. Risk. The email address is anantacalgary at gmail.com. Now, back to Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive. Hi, and welcome back to Falling Through the Cracks. Today, I'm talking with Julie Renee Doring. Um, so, Julie, one thing you talk about a lot in your book, and this is what you do, is, is cellular regeneration. So, can you just explain this to us? 
Yeah, um, we do. It's called cellular neogenesis. And um, that's actually the reactivation of the healthy part of the cell. So um, we have a, a variety of different ways that it happens, but we do the process that I mentioned earlier, which is getting the stem and master cells to 100%, and then from there, um, mirroring to the surrounding cells to get them functioning better. And then the third part of that step, there's actually six steps, but the third part of the regeneration is getting the cascade of new cell growth started. And, um, and we've had it both with people who've had something in their body that's completely failed. Um, we had a lady who was being treated for cancer and the, um, the radiologist read her PET scan and, and on the PET scan it said that she had a failed adrenal. It was the size of a raisin and it was dried out. So obviously wasn't working. And then four months later, and she went through the regeneration process of the adrenals. Um, her adrenal was fully functioning and it was the size of a plum. And um, that's, uh, so that was a medically documented uh, kind of regeneration of something that was completely failed that a radiologist said was, that's dead in the water. That's, that's not alive anymore. And then we had, um, I've had numerous instances where somebody's had something surgically removed and uh, we've worked on clearing all the reasons for the reasons that they had the surgery and why the organ got so sick and was removed and then been able to uh, grow back. So for a woman, Carolyn Stevens, she had her colon removed. And um, she came to me near death. Her story is really interesting. She, she was a former nun, and she had met her husband. She was a, a professor at a, a Catholic university. And she was lecturing, and her husband came to the lecture. And um, they met and fell in love, and she, she married late in life. And they were blessed with a child, to their surprise. And so she was in her 50s, and her child was 11. And she was dying of this illness uh, from her intestines and her gut. Her colon had been removed, and she wasn't getting better. So the Stanford doctors had told her, just prepare for your end. So they were actually, the day I met them, they were going to the mortuary to plan her funeral, making her funeral arrangements. And... Um, it was first a journey of um, rebuilding, so we did cellular neogenesis in what was there. And there were nine, I, I tested energetically using kinesiology, I tested that there were nine holes in her intestines. So whether it was leaky gut or that there had been some uh, accidental cuts, I don't know when they removed the colon, I'm, I'm not sure. But I could see the, the, hole, the tears, the holes. So we grew back through cellular neogenesis, the um, intestines, so they were shored up. And she started getting healthy. And then she said to me, I, I won't be happy until I get rid of this bag, because she had a colostomy bag. And uh, we were able to, over a year and a half, it wasn't over a year and a half, she worked on herself and her health for a year and a half. And a year and a half later, I worked with her uh, to grow back her colon. And we were able to grow back a colon that's fully functioning, that's about the size of a four-year-old's colon. And um, we, we did that using the cellular neogenesis and really putting master and stem cells back into our body that exist in her blueprint but didn't exist physically. And I, I've done this on numerous occasions, not every time. It's about 30% of the time. We don't know yet why sometimes they grow back and sometimes they don't. But even for myself, I grew back my tonsils and adenoids remo removed at age three, and I grew them back at age 46. Um, and then the cellular neogenesis can also restore hearing and vision. So I had worn glasses from 18 to around, my, around 40, 45, 46. And at the same time that I grew back my um, tonsils and adenoids, I restored my vision, which the doctor was really surprised, said, lady, your age can't, um, your vision can't improve. But here it was medical proof that my vision had gone back to normal and I didn't need glasses any longer. And I'm, I'm now um, 62 and still passing my driver's test and not using reading glasses. I'm not using cheaters. I'm reading 
tiny print in my Bible. It's very tiny. <laughs> like it's tiny. And I'm reading it with my eyes without glasses. So I just want to say there's, there's so many uses for cellular neogenesis. And it, it just really does work on a very deep and profound level. Well, and, you know, we I've had conversations on the show about um, getting eyesight, you know, healed, but, but growing back an organ is, is, pre- is pretty new. Um, and uh, yeah. very, yeah, it's very interesting that, that you have been able to do that because we always think something's removed and, and that's it. Um, you're not going to have that anymore and you're going to be left with whatever, not having that um, that use of that organ, obviously. So um, I, I, right. I find that, yeah, I find that very interesting that we do actually have that ability to repair ourselves. Obviously, a lot of work, and you said it doesn't always happen. Um, so there's something, you know, I mean, it's obviously not understood because it it's um, um, fairly right. new as well, I think, conversation-wise, to be talking about our body's ability to do these things. Just like I said about neuroplasticity, we just now understand that we can repair certain things. You know, an old dog can learn new tricks, I think yeah. is the I think, best way to um, say it. Yes, we, it's been about 10 years I've been working with this uh, cellular neogenesis. And I think we continue to discover more and more in the blueprint. I think one of the things that can happen some, because there's, there's only one other person and he's in Russia that I've heard can um, grow back organs. And he does it with some kind of a laser vibration machine. So I've heard about him and I, I haven't heard of anybody else who has this ability yet. Um, and I think um, one of the things I notice is when a person is completely convinced that the organ is gone, that they don't have even an inkling that it could come back, that it doesn't come back, that it's just like, it, it's just absent. Mm-hmm. But it, it isn't particularly normal. Like a lot of people's psyche believe that like a missing limb, the psyche believes that the limb is there. So if your yeah. psyche believes the organ is there, then the organ can come back. So do you see it's something also with how we perceive ourselves? That mm-hmm. allows that gives it permission to be there, and when it's completely that is just completely missing, and it's never coming back. That's kind of a, a different understanding that it's gone. It's no longer part of me. Oh, yeah, that's really interesting, and I think that you know it comes back to the conversation that we had earlier as well about um, looking for something that's wrong. Although when people are unwell, they do know that there's a missing piece in their life; they just don't know what it is. So they're going to Google and they're going to books and and reading, but they're they're kind of missing the part about living their life and in finding that joy. And I and I think it would be on that same line of of finding that that faith and that belief that we can make those changes mm-hmm. um, I, I think mm-hmm. whatever we're doing to heal people whether it's the supplements and and the physical part on acupuncture Chinese medicine on my end or what what you're doing if if somebody's walking and going well there is no way that this can change this is the way I am they're gonna find a way for it not to change whether it's self-sabotage or denial as well um, but you know they they're gonna know not want it to change uh, for whatever reason it is in their head for that to happen. I'm sure yeah. that you've seen that as well. well. It's funny, I, yeah. and I think I think the the thing I was speaking about is a little bit more unconscious than that. But I agree with yeah. you 100. percent I've had people come to me and say, "Can you help me?" And then I've said, "Yes." Like somebody's had fibromyalgia, we take people out of fibromyalgia and out of Lyme's disease and out of you know Epstein Barr and those things. They go away. But are they committed to the lifestyle they've created for themselves? Like, they, you know, the husband loves me and brings me my hot pack and sits with me and rubs my feet. And I've, I've had people just say, and it always surprises me. And I, I've got to, you know, like give them space to have that's the life they want. This one lady came to me and she's a, she's a speaker. She worked in the op- operatic field for a long time and amazing woman. She wanted to keep, she thought about it for a couple of days and said, I've decided not to because I would have to change my life. And the way I have life now, my husband, and she said something about her husband taking, bringing her hot packs. 
And mm-hmm. I don't know if that was the way that they bonded in love. Like maybe their relationship wasn't good. And when she got sick, he, he became a better husband. And so she didn't want to give up her illness because he was a better husband. I don't know. I was helping a little girl who was actually like 22 years old, but she was, uh, hadn't aged past age four. And, um, I, turned the upper brains on only her first and second brains her survival and emotional brains run she was very loving and I opened up the, the upper brains the creative logical and genius brains and she started asking questions and wanting more and her parents said we can we had planned for a lifetime with our little girl and we don't want her to mature mm-hmm. and they actually said we don't want to do the process anymore because She's, um, you know, she was like, she was learning to count money and she was doing Mm. volunteer work with kindergarten and she was, she was actually functioning. She was moving into a a higher level of function and they said, well, we're not used to this. And so we're not going to go any further. It surprises me because I get so excited. I can see, oh, look, the lights are coming on. Look, she's got like 8% use of the upper brains. That's so fantastic. You know, like I'm happy about it, but not everybody is ready for change. Yeah, that is true. Um, and unfortunately, um, we, we could probably talk for, for quite a while, you and I, about this, but we only get an hour. Um, and so if anybody wants more information or if they want to um, contact you for, for any of the work you do, how can they do so? Yeah, go to julierene.com and then forward slash uh, fatigue to fabulous. Fatigue to fabulous. Um, or actually, I'm sorry, fit. To fab, they shortened it. Fit F I P to fab F A B, and um, or just julierene.com. You can just uh, jump in there. There's um, there's free resources uh, on the about page. So if you want to get one of the free resources, you can there, and then um, you can just contact me through there. I'm also on, of course, Facebook and Instagram, and um, you know you you can find me. I'm easy to find. julierene.com. J U L I E R E N E E dot com. Well, perfect. Um, thank you so much for uh, joining me today and sharing your your knowledge. It's been such a pleasure, Rebecca, and thank you for the work you're doing in the world, both in the radio uh, the show that you do, which is so beautifully done, and for your work as a healer and a guide to so many people. I know you're just doing you're doing your full work, and it feels really good to speak to you. And I just want to thank you for being you. Well, thank you. Um, If anybody listening wants my story and what I went to to get back to health, you can find that on my website at dr-risk.com. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You can always send me an email at anantacalgary at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening today. Um, Be sure to make today a great day. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive. Please join Dr. Rebecca Risk again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll talk more next week.